0: how's it going welcome back to so good so far podcast i'm jackie i'm nicole it's the end of the year it's the end you've made it pretty much Uh, right when does this come out the 29th the 29th so you're so close just stay alive for like three more days yeah you're good maybe you're even listening to this after because you might be like doing stuff with your family so you might listen to this after the new year Mm
1: -hmm. in that case Congrats. Congrats. You made it out. You're like one of the worst years. One of the worst years ever, which is, you know, it was good in some ways. It was good for me in some ways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For a lot of people, they've really learned who they were or they really like learned some lessons. Mm -hmm. They really improved as a person. They really felt like they grew. But I feel like as a collective, this was horrible. As, like, the collective of America, especially, mm-hmm. I feel like this was a horrible year.
1: Yeah. It was, it was rough. I think you're right. Everyone everyone definitely learned a lot about themselves. I know I did. I know I changed a lot this year, more than I would have if I just stayed working at the job I was working at. And never. none of this ever happened. I would have just, like, kept going on just like I had been. And in the lightest of terms... This was a big wake-up call kind of to everybody because everybody went to working from home and having so much time to just be with themselves and not have the day-to-day pressures of going to work and being at the office and having this like mundane routine that you're always doing. It's like you're really having to sit down and take stock of how your life is going. So yeah. I think in, you know, of course it was very, very bad for many people for many reasons and so this is not obviously not to say like that she was amazing for like my self growth it's like well <laughs> yeah and a lot of people lost loved ones like that's not important the important thing is like it's not important that you lost your loved ones no no, no. it's not important <laughs> that you had self growth okay what's up with you okay yeah wait you're asking me <laughs> yeah what's up with you? <laughs> yeah well, what's going on with you right now um you know not a lot i'm getting ready to go out of town christmas so i'm packing we're recording this before christmas because of the holiday and yeah it's we want to get caught up because i'm going out of town so we literally recorded like two days ago
0: but in that time i one of my best friends was her birthday and so her and then another one of my best friends and then my roommate were all like kind of in a in a group together and we went out and drank on like a patio and i just got like way too drunk and i haven't like really been that drunk since the election mm-hmm. but i went to this bar called lowdowns in denver yeah
1: have you been to lowdowns no but i think you were telling me about it the other that's day where,
0: that's the last time i got really drunk was at
1: lowdowns at we the should election. go there why are we never getting drunk together that's my question Nicole and I literally never get drunk together, and it's not like we don't drink. Well, it's because we haven't really hung out that much. Just not podcast. Yeah, we don't ever just hang out. That was like so nice on my birthday when you came over. I was like, I know, I was like, why is this so fun? And it was because we were not doing (laughs) podcast stuff. Like the podcast is seriously so fun. It's so fun, but like. It, in some manner
0: it's sort of like a professional in a sort of way yeah it's know. like
1: we do just like hang out and talk before right we just hung for out for like, like hours. over two hours yeah so
0: I don't want to hang out them anyways um you went to lowdowns yeah and the and the server was really nice and he kept like we I was ordering I had just like two shots but I think he gave me doubles mm. and so by the end of the night I was at like I was at seven drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that, and then uh I just right before we recorded hit a thousand followers on Twitter. On
1: Twitter, oh my gosh, that was so crazy. We were yeah. in my parking garage, and you were like, ooh. <laughs> I feel like we make that sound every fucking time. <laughs> um do. Everyone's like, yeah, it doesn't up. matter at all,
0: but it's just really fun to have a thousand people listening to what you're saying.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. What you're that's a lot. It's a-
0: a lot of people. That's like a small city mm-hmm. or not small, a small town. Yeah, it's like a whole high school worth it. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want them to. They're very inappropriate tweets. Anyways, but I've I found that with getting to a thousand, I just have a lot more creepy guys in my replies, mm-hmm. and it's gotten to the point where it's like actually really affecting my time on there and it's becoming less fun because I just have these guys replying making me feel bad all the time and I got a really really annoying one the other day and I just want to share it because it's so fucking stupid so I posted a photo of myself and this man whose name whose twitter name is genius IQ and credentialed (laughs) said to my picture Uh uh-oh, you're getting a little duck facey. And then in the next tweet, just unduck those lips. We all do some version of it. You're very pretty, explanation point. And I was, I don't know why, but this tweet affected me so much. I did not go back on Twitter for hours afterwards because he put a picture. He put a gif of like some girl like doing a duck face. Also, what is he like mansplaining to you how to make your face? Yeah it's it's that and I'll tell you why like I was trying to figure out like why it bugged me so much and there was a specific reason this is the photo <laughs> you look so cute what I what I think I really I was trying to figure out why it bugged me so much and this is why it's because so beauty standards they the beauty standard is for women to have big lips mm-hmm. that's like the preferred beauty standard is for women to have big lips so what do women do they try to make the appearance of their lips look bigger by doing something like duck face or whatever not that i was actually even doing duck face right. it's, just, it's like, just like i understand why girls would because they're just trying to like adhere to the beauty standards mm-hmm. and then for men to be like oh we don't like that it's not naturally
1: your yes. lips are naturally that big so stop doing
0: that. It's They're like, like, be this way,
1: but don't try. Yeah. You have to just mm-hmm. be this way on accident and yep. you have to be perfect, but don't try to make yourself look like that because then it's fake. Yeah. But try enough that you don't just look plain and right. you don't have any makeup yeah. on. Like, Yeah, exactly. It's like, I can
0: never look the perfect way that like all these reply guys want me to and that, and it's like, I don't want to, I don't give a fuck about them, but it just sucks that I have to hear their opinions and- You can, like, turn off, obviously, like, people. You can do it where it's, like, people who you follow can only reply on yours. But it's, like, you don't find, like, new followers as much Mm -hmm. that way. So it's, like, you have to, like, kind of give and take. But it's, like, on, like, a man's, on, like, if you have, like, a male profile, you don't get those, like, dumbass comments about your looks. You might get it about, like, what you're saying. But you don't get it about your looks. And it's just, like, it's overwhelming. And then it's, like, so if I want to post a selfie because I think I look good in it, I also have to be like I know I'm gonna get an X number of men in my replies making either judgments about me or saying creepy things like show like show more skin or something like that yeah and the only other thing that happened the other day I was talking to my roommates friend who has come over a few times and she was saying that She was, like, really intimidated by me the first time she met. And, like, a lot of people say that is like, they're really really intimidated by me the first time that they meet me.
1: That's so weird because you're just, like, so nice. I I don't understand. It's not like you're quiet. Sometimes people who are quiet... I sometimes can be quiet because I don't want to say something stupid. But, like, whenever you see strangers and we're together, you're always like, hi. Yeah. You're just... I don't even do that. People probably think, like, I'm mean or something because I'm just quiet. But I... I'm not. I'm just. Yeah, I mean, you're just sometimes. I'm, I'm just quiet. It depends <laughs> on if you've eaten. <laughs> like, <it's> yeah, <laughs> only if I haven't eaten him. I mean, um, you're always like. Yeah.
0: She Hi. just said that it was because I didn't talk a lot at first, um, and she's like, she she's someone who she is like very very friendly at front. So is that? And she also said because I'm so monotoned. That's why. Oh, I guess I could see that. And I was like, I literally have resting bitch voice.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Like I don't have
0: resting bitch face
1: i think i just like my voice sounds bitchy i guess it could like if it's you don't have like a bitchy inflection it's not like you're sounding annoyed no, unless you just sound like sound unbothered like, and maybe I sound unbothered yeah yeah you're just like in anyway so yeah. that's that and people are like she's <laughs> way too cool for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think
0: yeah, i was like i literally have resting bitch voice and i can't help that i'm monotone that's just how i am yeah should i just like like
1: honestly, honestly when should do- i just like
0: practice being less mon- monotone
1: What's the voice that you do? That's like that's like your yeah. alter
0: ego. Okay, so thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. It just like does not feel real. Like it's not yeah. It's not. It's like- so
1: funny. He gets me every time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I wonder why I kind of develop, like, a monotone voice when I'm clearly, like, I can be unmonotone. Yeah. like, this is just literally my normal speaking voice. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's how you've always, like, it's not like you've changed into that or something. Yeah. But everyone can do, like, their customer service voice. I don't sound like this when I talk to clients. I'm always like, hi, how are you today? Yeah, I know. My customer service voice is so different. Mm -hmm. Psycho. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so... Any anything else you're up to? So you're going to Charlotte for yeah, a few days. Yeah, I'm going to Charlotte. So yeah, we're recording this before um, Christmas because I'm going out of town. So we're recording it a little early. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all that's going on. I have nothing's really been going on in my life. I'm just once again so busy with everything. Yeah, I just feel like I have no time. This job seems like it's getting. It's kind of hard to like get a hang of. It is, and it's like I. It's just very demanding at all times uh-huh. I'm never not doing something which I actually love because time I leave goes
0: by so fast. yeah time
1: goes by so fast I leave yeah. feeling like I've been so productive like I'm always getting stuff done I have a little to-do list that I'm always like crossing stuff off of contacting different clients like all that kind of stuff but I do feel burnt out like I just worked five days in a row which is pretty uncommon at this job and I feel like dead I'm just ready for a little break because it is a lot like you're trying to engage people on the floor you're trying to come like put together designs it's all Mm -hmm. sorts of different things and i really like it it's a lot of fun but i think it's just getting used to that pace it's like pretty fast paced but you also have to think really critically and like problem solve Whereas like when you're working in a restaurant, it's really fast paced, but like you don't, you don't have time have to, to think. think. You yeah. just like have to put stuff in, bring stuff out. Like yeah. there's no, you don't have to like come up. Like it's not like you have to come up with the dish for the like, customers, right? Which is like kind of how my job is now in interior design. It's like you have to a, come up with the dish, come up with the. You have to come up with the dish. You and gotta serve it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta do all of it. So it's just I feel very busy, and then when I come home, I kind of just want to like chill, but I still find myself coming home and like doing a lot more stuff that I need mm-hmm. to get done outside of work. And a lot of times it's... You're just like really productive. Yeah, I get, I guess I am. I am because I work. And so then when I'm not working, I have to get this other stuff done. Yeah. Especially with the podcast and uh-huh. all that. Like, But I also feel like I just never stop going sometimes.
0: It's going to be really nice to be in Charlotte and not have to do work or anything for
1: a few days, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't even had two days off in a row in a while since being unemployed mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's gonna be really looking good. forward to that um hope everybody had a great holiday whatever you celebrate I hope it was fantastic you got to spend time with your family and if, if you, you didn't, didn't I'm, I'm sorry very sorry that's really tough I know a lot of people who are having to quarantine because of COVID and they're not able to go see their family or Their family is immunocompromised. I'm getting a COVID test before I go back to work after I come back. Um, And I also already had COVID, but who knows if that means anything. So
0: we're going to... This episode is kind of dedicated to what we learned this year. mm -hmm. I mean, it was a really crazy year, but I absolutely grew so much Mm -hmm. into really completely different person than I was at the beginning of the year. And I didn't start from a very good place, but I ended up in a really
1: good place. I don't know about you. I feel like you're pretty similar. Yeah, I definitely feel like I changed a lot this year, as I'm sure everyone did for their own reasons and in their own way. But I think I just became a lot more self-aware in terms of how I was spending my time. Like, what I really wanted to do with my life and like the kind of job I really wanted to work and the kind of person I wanted to be and I think I everyone spent a lot more time with themselves (laughs) this year um without any distractions at some points and I think for a lot of people it did change maybe their outlook I mean it did for me so yeah we're gonna talk about that and then how like these new realizations and like who we are now we're kind of gonna carry that into a new year and Hopefully, a fresh start, more or less. So, yeah, we're going to kind of start at the beginning of the year and talk about some big moments and how those moments kind of shaped us. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting because
0: Nicole and I didn't really, like, truly really reconnect until, like, maybe... When did you get... March. March, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, the first two months, at least for me, were nicole Nicholas? Mm-hmm. Did I have a nickel to my name? Nope.
1: Not a single one.
0: Not a nickel? <laughs> Which is so 20. weird
1: because now we literally talk yeah. every single day and we see yeah. each other like at least once a week at the very least. Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: I talked to you more than I talked to pretty much anyone except for like my roommates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like now I know like every detail about your life mm-hmm. and before I couldn't even say like I didn't even really know what your job was really. So, mm-hmm. so what were your first two months like
1: when you were Jackulous? When I was Jackulous, um, they were horrible, first of all. No. They um, were horrible without with how you would. Yeah. Can you imagine? Would we have even started this you, podcast you know if like I... <laughs> if the pandemic hadn't happened? Probably I not, because we wouldn't have reconnected. I know. Because you sent me the hoodie. Yeah. Or the sweatshirt, because I had COVID. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. We may have never even started this podcast. I know. But yeah, the first two months of 2020 were pretty uh, pretty routine for me. I was just getting... um. Acquainted with a new job that I had started in Wait, December.
0: I started a new job in
1: in December too. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah. So yeah, I was just doing that. And it's actually crazy because I can't really remember that much about the first two months of 2020 because it was just so routine, regular, like nothing was going on. And the rest of the year seems very memorable for me. And I like can track everything because of all the crazy shit that happened. Yeah, I felt like...
0: I mean, I was kind of similar in the way where I also kind of had a job and so I don't really remember too much either, but I had like a really, really hard end of 2019 and beginning of 2020 because I was dealing with anxiety and I had never dealt with anxiety before. I've always been either depressed or depressed. Those are the only (laughs) two options. That's it. (laughs) Just always been depressed. Um, And I've just never really like felt anxious about things at all but like I had broken up with someone I was with for three years moved to a new state knowing no one except for my family had no money no job prospects just all around just so much uncertainty from where I was going and what I was doing I just knew that I needed kind of a fresh start somewhere else to kind of get away from the memories that I had with that person in Colorado So in December, when I finally got a job, things kind of started feeling a little bit better, but I was still really anxious and my mental health was just complete disaster. And then in February, I finally moved, at the end of February, I moved into a new place with completely random roommates into actual DC proper. And there was a moment at the end of February where I was like, I actually feel like I'm getting the hang of things. I actually feel capable. Part of the reason why i ended my three-year relationship was because i was really dependent on him to do everyday things and we kind of talked about that in the last episode about how like acts of service you can kind of get dependent on it because he would do so much for me he would make sure that i would eat he would you know wake me up he would make phone calls for me stuff like that and i just felt like i couldn't do those adult type of things without him so when i actually moved into a new city with people i didn't know got a job i felt like i can do things i felt like i had been failing at those things for the past few months before that but i finally felt like in february like i was getting better at them and like actually starting to succeed and feel like a productive person and that i could rely on myself so then like about two to three weeks after i moved into the city that's when corona started which is like horrible timing if you just move in the city Mm -hmm.
1: and just feel like you got a you were, like, starting to get a hold on things. And now you have to, like, yeah. stay at home. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know your roommates. And now you're working from yep. home. You can't meet anyone new. Yeah. Barely knew my roommates. Barely, yeah. Barely, didn- knew, barely
0: knew my roommates. Barely knew my coworkers.
1: Yeah. And then you can't go out. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine, like, m- living in a new city. Yeah. And not really knowing anybody.
0: Yeah. I felt isolated. You feel, like, very beyond, alone. Yeah. Beyond all measures, like... I'm like a hypochondriac, Mm -hmm. so I was very anxious about corona, like getting it, Um, and also working from home was making me really depressed, and I was just really tired all the time because I was so anxious about corona. I started having to like really just take my mental health day by day, and just be like how do I feel today? Mm -hmm. Not great, let's figure out a way to just like work around it, you know? I mean, you actually got coronavirus and that that
1: was pretty rough I like it was so it was bad because in early March I went to California like the first weekend of March I went to California to surprise Tanner for his birthday and it wasn't before like it was before like it was was and there was no lockdown there was no nothing really had closed like so that it was all just just starting to get bad so when I was in LA that was the last time the last time we like went to all these bars we went to these like clubs we were out dancing with like so many people and then that was on the night that I got in then the next day we went to Palm Springs and um, we there was a big tennis tournament going on the uh, Indian Wells tennis tournament was happening and it's tennis players from all over the world come to Palm Springs to do this tournament it's like a really big deal and tanner's boyfriend at the time his dad is like a big tennis fan and so it so was tanner's boyfriend at the time and so we all went out there and stayed with his dad and we were all talking about it like I remember we went to dinner one night and everything was still open and we went to dinner and our server was like did you guys hear that coachella is going to get canceled and we were like no way you know like we really Mm -hmm. thought like oh that's in april like that's so far from now this was march we were like april no chance it's not gonna get canceled and i remember we were all talking about it like it was all we could talk about and nothing had been shut down then while i was there coachella got canceled then or it got postponed at that point then they canceled the indian wells tournament Uh, like we were there and that's why his dad was there he's like from the east coast but he was in town for that and the next day when we were there, he was like, the whole tournament is canceled. But everyone had already flown in. Mm-hmm. So it was already like they were all practicing on the same courts. And it was like this whole thing. People from all over the world were. It feels like tennis, though, is like one of the only sports where it's like, you're like not, you're not really like close. Touch. you're not close. Yeah. It's, not it's not a contact sport. It's not a contact sport. Yeah. And you don't even have like a team member sometimes. Right. Unless you're playing doubles. Yeah, but even then it's like you have your own racket right. and all that. Yeah. And you don't
0: really like touch the and ball you, that much. And you probably are spending so much time with that person anyways that
1: you would already be in contact. Yeah. So just a buddy system then. Right. So this is a tennis podcast now? I literally know nothing I about know tennis. Nothing. But I really want to play. I've played it once. I just know it's like big. It team seems pom. really fun. Anyway. So that got canceled. So then we were like, this might like be kind of bad. Yeah. And so we went back to LA, and I flew out of there, and that night when I was on the plane, I had the worst headache, like just right behind my eyes only, and I was like, no chance. I don't have COVID. Like no. So I got back and I had this headache for like 3 days, but that was it. I didn't have any other symptoms. I just thought it was like when I had it on the plane, I was like, oh, it's just from flying, like it's from mm-hmm. the pressure, or whatever. Then when I had it for a few days, I texted my mom and I was like, I've had this really bad headache just behind my eyes for like three days, dot, dot, dot. Do you think it's COVID, like, LOL? And she was like, no. And then like four days later, I got a fever and immediately was like down for the count. But it was so crazy because, so I went to work all that week which like, I probably had it and I didn't know. I like it was just before anyone was like, oh, if you travel, you have to quarantine. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that wasn't happening. No, it's like and you I didn't, didn't really know anything I didn't know. about like, it. No or one what was wearing do. masks. You know, it's like something that's scary, but you don't know. I, Wait, mean, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know it was yeah. going to be. It was only like getting bad in like and like the Washington chances of point. you like getting it were yeah. like so low. low that like I was in an airport to but think that, that really you had it. it
0: was just most of the time in most situations to be like, all right, definitely have coronavirus would be like over or being over dramatic you
1: know right exactly because what I always say is I had the flu in January Mm -hmm. and it was bad like my sisters both had it um my mom had it like we all got it around the same time and I had the flu and pink eye and then I got this terrible cough and it's like I get this cough like every year I'm Mm -hmm. like hoping I don't get it this year because you cannot fucking cough in public Anymore, yeah. Like, and also it'd be the, hard to podcast with it. Yeah, it'd be so hard. So I had the flu, mm-hmm. and it was like you know everyone's had the flu. We know what it's like. It's you're really sick, you have flu and cold symptoms, and like you have a fever. You don't feel good. I had that, and it was not fun. And then I got COVID, and it was completely different. Nothing I've ever felt before. I felt like a fever, and that was obviously common. But like the way that my lungs felt. And the way that I was coughing, like, I wasn't... It was just very different. I mean, I yeah. won't go into, like, the symptoms. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have had it. A lot of people have had it and asymptomatic.
0: It's, yeah, it's all been different symptoms. It's all been I different. I feel like what I've learned about coronavirus is that it kind of just affects you where you're weakest.
1: Yeah, which, like, I have seasonal asthma, so... Right. That's probably yeah. why. But it's, And also, like, you have horrible eyesight, so it makes yeah. sense why your headache was behind your eyes. Right, and my eyesight's shit. So... <laughs> It was just but ba- i had like really bad symptoms i was never hospitalized or anything which i'm like so thankful for but i really could not get out of bed mm-hmm. but it was so weird because when i was in bed i like basically felt fine mm-hmm. but then once i got up and tried to do anything my lungs were just like i just felt like i was working so hard to like breathe anyway it was long story short it was unlike anything i've ever felt well and the other thing is i could not get tested this right. was at a time where it was absolutely impossible to get tested yeah if you weren't hospitalized and even then sometimes yeah. they'd run all these other uh-huh. tests in the hospital and then test you for you COVID. had
0: to know someone you had yeah. to know that you had contact with someone who had corona tested positive yeah
1: who tested positive to which get was it. almost which
0: impossible that makes no sense because because they couldn't be, get tested yeah, because they couldn't get tested because of it
1: and they couldn't get tested i tried really hard to get tested and i couldn't mm-hmm. and Even though you had all the symptoms and it was clearly coronavirus, it was clearly coronavirus and i had a lot of people be like well you don't know you don't know and i'm like no i had the flu literally two months ago and then i had this they were not the same. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. that was rough. But um, it was cr- – what I was going to say is it was crazy because I had it for a week at work and I was at work. And then that Friday they said we're going to work from home. I didn't have like symptoms yet besides the headache. They said we're going to go to work from home for one week. They've never, yeah. They haven't gone back. But I was like, oh, wow, that's like so crazy, whatever. That Sunday is when I, my first symptoms hit. But I didn't want to tell anybody – because I was like, yeah, I, I don't want to be the one who, person who brought COVID into our office. which like, or, like you mean Colorado, because apparently anyone had it in Colorado. I know. And I think one other person like had it at the same time as me in our office. So I then like felt less bad. But I didn't tell anyone I was sick at all. Because I was like, I can't say I was sick. I don't want to say I'm sick. I don't want them to think I brought COVID into the office. So I didn't tell them I was sick. I kept working. I was like, I would get up on my computer work for like 30 minutes and then I'd have to go like lay down because I was just so tired so that was I mean it wasn't great and then I ended up finally being like yeah I think I have COVID and they were like yeah you should take a couple days off and so I did like at the end of that next week
0: yeah yeah
1: so I I haven't gotten it but I feel like during March
0: it felt like we were stuck in that month for so long for so long it just felt like this bad thing was never gonna pass you know Mm -hmm. and then it felt like we were in March for like It felt like we were in March for, like, 400 years, and the next, like, three months, like, literally a blink of an eye.
1: April and May are, like, nothing in my brain. I don't know. Literally nothing, yeah. All I remember from April is, like, going on a bunch of walks Mm -hmm. and trying to, like, get my stamina back up because I couldn't walk for very long without getting, like, really out of breath because my lungs were, like, really messed up for a while after I had COVID.
0: So I was really depressed, and I think I was depressed because... I, like, wasn't lying to myself because I was, like, everyone was, like, we're gonna go back, like, next mm-hmm. month. Like, everyone in March was, like, we're only gonna be here for, like, a week, you know, you know like, yeah. we're only gonna have to work from home for, like, a week. I was, like, no, this is, we're gonna be here for, like, this corona thing is gonna go on for, like, at least a year. I think maybe more.
1: Yeah. Everyone's, like, don't say everyone that. like, no. Don't say that. Why
0: would you say something like that? And I was, like, because I have depression,
1: You're like, I see things more clearly than you because I'm
0: depressed. That's (laughs) just a fact. I'm very negative and (laughs) it's good in this case. um, You're like, and look at this. I was right. And look at this. Yeah. Look at this, bitches. I was right. And now I'm happy because I am satisfied with how right I was. (laughs) Oh my God. No, just kidding. I'm happy for different reasons, including that. But I was like, this is going to go on for... At least months, but probably a year because it's only going to get worse and I don't see how it could possibly get any better. Obviously, not (laughs) in a great
1: place. (laughs) Obviously, Jackie was doing amazing. Yeah, So
0: like all April and May was, was just me trying to suck as much beauty and life out of everything around me because I was just hopeless and just depressed and just like, Working from home was not good for me with that job. And the only thing in March, April, and May that really made me feel okay were plants and then the idea to start a podcast with you. Plants? Yeah. Aww. I just got really into plants because... Like getting plants and taking care of them? Yeah, because yeah. I was like getting plants because I couldn't get an animal mm-hmm. while I was in D.C. Taking care of something else helped me take care of myself Mm -hmm. like when my plants were like "Ooh, you look a little thirsty I was like you know what I'm actually a little thirsty I haven't drinking water in four days so that kind of thing you know and just like getting really into something and learning a lot about something getting excited over something pulled me through and I feel like that's kind of what those like three months really were was people just trying to find a hobby that they can just dive into so they don't have to think about what's around them like People were super into bread and Tiger King and TikTok, you know, my thing was plants.
1: Everything, everyone was trying to get into something. Like even I had, even though I was still working the whole Mm -hmm. time, like it it was different for me because I didn't lose my job, which like I'm so thankful for. But it was different because I was working, but I still had so much more free time and like flexibility. Right. With because yeah, you don't have to commute, commute. Yeah. You don't have to get ready. Right. Like you can stop working if you need to for some reason. Like it's not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was pretty like fast and loose with like mm-hmm. we're working from home. Like you know. Well, it wasn't for me. For I mean, me it was. Oh yeah, you really had like hard. a really like strict.
0: Yeah, my job. Uh, it would monitor. I mean, it said you said you had to like be active. Yeah mine even took it a step further where um it would monitor our clicks and keystrokes and then take a screenshot of our computer every 10 minutes (gasps) and then if we didn't have enough activity a certain period of time they would dock uh, your pay? pay our pto
1: that feels like it's against labor laws
0: it is not unfortunately what it's close but that um, is
1: horrifying
0: well it was like really contributing to my depression really badly yeah and then that was on top of being extremely isolated in this city while also like living with six new people that i didn't know Mm -hmm. and it ended up good because i really liked my roommates but it's just like no matter how much you like the people like random people that you live with it's nothing compared to like people that know you and love you for like a long time Mm
1: -hmm. of course yeah you're Mm -hmm. you're not close with them in that same way and that would feel really isolating even though you had people around you it's like you probably still felt really isolated
0: yeah and I would always have like three like really bad really depressed days and then maybe like one good day and then go back to like having like multiple depressed days in a row and it was just so hard to like feel like I could get a hold of anything and get a hold of my mental health and I just felt like I was slipping further and further into it and by the time that we had started like talking about the podcast I hadn't really nothing to hold on to anymore and I felt like the podcast was like this idea was like the only thing that had
1: gotten me excited Mm -hmm. in months yeah that's I I definitely remember feeling like very not burnt out obviously but more so like just bored Mm -hmm. I was like I just get up I stay at my apartment all day long and I just work from my apartment and then I don't go anywhere I don't do anything and that was really hard so I started I feel like that's when I kind of started developing more good habits and that's not to say that I'm anywhere near where I want to be but at the time I just like was not aware at all of like how I was spending my time I did not have any cognizance around that Mm -hmm. I just would do whatever I want whenever I wanted and I had no discipline around like okay I don't need to be on social media this long or I don't need to be mindlessly eating or I don't need to waste time doing this and that like it was I started thinking oh I have all this extra free time like maybe I could do a workout or maybe I could like Learn a new recipe or find a new hobby or go on a walk or find a new podcast to listen to. They yeah, were so... which is crazy because those are always things you could have done. Always, exactly. And it's so weird because a lot of people, I think, felt the same way mm-hmm. where during quarantine, like the actual period of quarantine, when everything was shut down, everyone started to kind of be better in a way where they were like, oh, I have the time to develop these habits and routines Mm -hmm. and then once you have that little extra time to develop it you can keep it going like for me I definitely started like keeping my space more clean and (laughs) my apartment's (laughs) a literal disaster it looks like a fucking tornado went through here right now I mean to be fair you're literally going on a trip tomorrow I'm like trying to pop (laughs) it's really bad but uh, usually it's nice like I started keeping my space clean I started being like more cognizant of what I was putting in my body or like you know what I mean just being more aware why do you think quarantine did that for you I think just having a little bit of extra time like it it was seemed like you like really pack your schedule so yeah I it was just that like
0: feeling like you didn't have to pack your schedule for once yeah
1: feeling like I had the time to do the things I wanted to do like I started to realize like oh there is time in the day to work out it could be at lunch or it could be in the morning before you get ready or it could be at night after dinner if you want like you know there's time to do it i'm fitting it in my day with a full-time job like i think it took having extra time to realize oh there is time to do this and maybe not even extra time but more flexibility that's so interesting because i feel like i was the exact opposite like i felt like having
0: too much time I couldn't make habits. I need one thing to structure things mm-hmm. around.
1: Yeah, and, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it, was,
0: it was not structured enough. It was not structured enough. And so I wasn't yeah. working out. I wasn't eating well, if at all. I barely ate anything the first few months of corona. And I, honestly, most days I wasn't
1: even getting out of bed for more than like an hour or so. Yeah. Towards like... And I think that's a lot of people's experience. Like, so may and June yeah mm-hmm. between the two of us this podcast episodes for sure got to be relatable yeah come on yeah you have to relate to one mm-hmm. of us <laughs> yep because once again we are on opposite ends
0: yeah <laughs> that's and somehow we always seem to meet in a, in the middle i know because in may that's when we decided to start the podcast yeah. so okay i was going to say about july around ju- so on july 4th i was like something needs to change and then the very next day i met a guy and just really connected with him and so for the entire month because I hadn't really felt like I connected to anyone in months. Mm. This was the first person that I really felt like I could be myself with in months and he was moving home from DC to Boston and it made me realize that would be a good move for me as well. Not to Boston, obviously, to home. Like, he kind of woke me up to what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And so in August, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to move home and moved home that month.
1: Yeah. And I feel
0: like that was really good for you. Yeah. Until right after I moved home, I got laid off from my job. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like led me into being depressed again because I was uninspired had no direction the difference this time though is that even though you know at the beginning of the year i started with no job no direction i was around people that i love and uh, i had something to look forward to which was the podcast mm-hmm.
1: yeah i got laid off like obviously we've said this but right around the same time like a mm-hmm. few weeks later mm-hmm. two weeks later the beginning of september yeah, yeah right at the beginning of september like right after labor day actually i think it was in the same week yeah, because like the next I remember talking to you and then like the next week I was like, you're never going to believe what happened. I remember texting you that and you were like, oh my God, what? And I was like, I'm getting laid off from my job. Like, I just knew because they paid out all my vacation time before they laid me off. <laughs> I was like, what huge f- mistake. Huge mistake. That's like changing your Facebook's relationship status before you break up with someone. Yeah. They're like, wait, what? And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we were not together anymore. Uh, we'll talk about this a different time. Yeah, let's let's circle back to that on Monday. So we're <laughs> just like in a relationship. Let's talk about that later. <laughs>
0: That's your comment. <laughs> Liked by your aunt Jemima. Yeah. You're like, let's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I there was a pancake lady.
1: I always think of Zoe when she's like. I know. I think it was I love. She's like. I like bologna. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Her inflection is just so good. So I got laid off, and I was bummed, but I wasn't nearly as bummed as I should have been. <laughs> no, it was honestly kind of funny. Like, that was the same thing for me,
0: too, was like, I wasn't completely bummed because I fucking hated my job. Yeah,
1: I wasn't... I, like... You didn't hate but your no job, By no means but did I hate my job, but I knew it wasn't my passion. Like, it like, was... this ain't it. Yeah, I was like, I'll do it, because it was a great job, and I loved the people I worked with, and... The company was great, Mm -hmm. but the job itself, what I was doing, I just didn't love and that made it hard (laughs) to enjoy. So when I got laid off, I was like, I mean, it's fine. I'm okay with it. Like it it hit me pretty hard at first. Like I was bummed, but I don't think I ever like got super sad about it. And I was like, it's fine. I'll figure out the next thing. It didn't feel, I think if it hadn't been in a pandemic and this hadn't been happening to people all year, I would have felt a lot more like, um, A failure. Yeah, but yeah, I I had many, many people say it has nothing to do with your performance. Like blah blah blah, whatever. It was like purely pandemic related, of course. So that was just perfect timing. I mean, we've talked about this before, but Mm -hmm. it was literally perfect timing because starting the podcast was a lot of work. Yeah, we recorded the first episode three times. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) that alone was a lot of work. But yeah, it was just perfect timing, and even though I was like still not doing very great like mentally Mm -hmm. i moved in with one of my best friends in september and (laughs) i just felt like even though i wasn't feeling amazing i was i felt like i knew i was gonna do better soon i knew i just needed a little bit of time to figure some stuff out and then i would feel better and Mm -hmm. that was just like that was just very eye-opening to like it's not where you are it's who you're with especially in a national pandemic And then, I mean, I was, we were both unemployed working on this podcast and we finally released the podcast and it felt just, it honestly just felt like so accomplishing. Like I felt like it was the first thing I accomplished that year.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That honestly kind of felt the same to me. Like, it was great that I had my job for most of the year. I mean, you know, more than half of the year and like but it just didn't feel like i was accomplishing anything mm-hmm. there was no like big your, like your personal goals were just yeah cut, they were cut off, like it's like put i went by the wayside mm-hmm. it's like i was i feel like i was developing better habits but it really was when i was unemployed that i put those habits into practice because like obviously i had so much time but i was reading a lot which is something i've always wanted to do which is like not hard and yet, I would always have these books it and be like, if you can't read. Right, exactly. That's not my case. Me, I'm just lazy. I can't read. Well, that's, you know, news to me. Um, Jackie, an English major, can't read. You text
0: me, I do voice to, to text. I mean, text to voice. She can't
1: read or write, I guess.
0: I was an English major because I really wanted to learn how to read. And I never she didn't. Did. We'll get you hooked on phonics. So I was hooked on phonics and I went to rehab. Shut up. Someone was like, what are you in here for? And I was like, phonics. And then I was like, what are you in here for? And they said heroin. <laughs> what?
1: So anyway, where were we even going with that? Oh, so I wanted to read all these books <laughs> and I would never read them because I thought I didn't have time but I had time to be on TikTok for 4 hours a day. So, that wasn't adding up. So I was trying so I think when I was unemployed added up. was really when I started to be a lot better about my routines. They've kind of gotten shifted mm-hmm. now that I have this job. It's just a little harder. It's just like every every time
0: something new is thrown into the mix of life, it's just like you have to readjust everything mm-hmm. and new things are thrown into it all the time. That's just such a fucking you can't ever... You can't ever
1: get a hold of it until yeah. you're like... 80,
0: dead. 85.
1: Oh, yeah. 85. Until you're dead. When <laughs> you really got a hold of that whole life you thing. You really right? got a hold of it. So, yeah. I think things started to really look up when we started releasing the podcast. It was really mm-hmm. fun. I yeah. I mean, it's always been fun. Yeah. But
0: I felt like I was happier um, overall. Mm-hmm. The only two things I was struggling with were horrible sleep issues, like... Genuinely, yeah. the worst I've ever had in my life, and then like the feeling of, like the anxiety of the election, kind of like increasing over time. Which I think those two were very related. Mm-hmm. Looking at it now, um, I also that was a, that was the month that I also was doing stand up comedy that oh, in September, yeah. and I feel like that was just a month where I was like, I can do things that are scary, yeah, and it's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I started- can get
0: fired. I can go on stage. I can release podcasts to the world.
1: Yeah. I think it was really the year where people started realizing, like, oh, my life could be different. Right. I could do these other things. Like, I can get laid off from my job and, like, find another job. Or, and I mean, obviously, that's not to be insensitive. Like, a lot of people are still unemployed. Like, you know, but. Me. Okay. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like oh, shit. Not for, not for much longer, but yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Um, but. That's insensitive. You know what I mean? Like, Even the idea of working from home for a lot of companies, they would be like, you can't do this job from home. And then all of a sudden they were like, you "You can. Please (laughs) do this job. Turns out you can do this job from home. We thought you couldn't, but pandemic happened. And yeah, you can do this job. Like it's just so much changed. I think everyone's view shifted where everyone had this idea of you work in an office, you do this thing, you do this thing. Like there were so many things set in stone that just got completely wiped out and the world kept turning. Mm -hmm. And not to say that it wasn't terrible, it was terrible and it still is, but I think it shifted a lot of people's view of what our society is Mm -hmm. and the fragility of it and understanding that you can take a step back and Mm -hmm. say, what do I really wanna be doing? Because it was almost like there was, it's like the, the simulation like cracked.
0: I mean, we just have this, like, society of, like, go, go, work, work, work as much Mm -hmm. as you can, and it's, like, just been so clear for so long that workers in America are taken advantage of by employers, and that was clear when everyone could work from home, and then when we could have all along, right? you know? But it's just, like, they just wanted wanted that control over their, like, workforce. It's like, if you're here, then we can track you more, you know?
1: Like, we can track your work more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is just... It, I think it just showed everyone, like, oh, the world can run in a completely different way. The entire world mm-hmm. shifted its societal norms for a pandemic. And no one thought that it could be done. And then we all did it. And it yeah. was, I think it made everyone, not just in America, but everyone be like, it could be different. Like, right. life could be different. It doesn't.
0: But some people were the like, world shouldn't end. be different. And they were protesting that. It's just like, yes, every it was different to everyone. It's just, it still is clear that. America's so divided. Right. On things. It's just now we're divided on new and exciting things. Yeah. Like, a,
1: like, like whether someone deserves to live or die. Yeah. Well, that was always true, but. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you're right. So October, like we said, was just a lot of, we were both unemployed at that time. Right. We were both kind of trying to figure it out, we were getting into the group of the podcast, which was really fun. Like that's really what kept me afloat because yeah, me too. the election and everything, and that honestly, was very just, stressful. Right, like, yeah. And honestly, just spending a lot
0: of time with like you and yeah. my best friend and my family, I just like really realized that like how much happier I am when I'm around people that understand me. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the election, I felt like seriously so much of like I really felt like the election weighed on me more than I actually realized it was. Mm-hmm, me too. And so then after the election I felt way more relaxed.
1: I um, did too. I mean obviously yeah. after after Biden won, I felt way more relaxed. I like didn't realize I mean of course it was very, very stressful for me. I didn't realize how much I was like, I don't know what we are going to do if he wins again. I felt very hopeless the night of the election when it looked like he was going to win, I was like, I just don't know what this is going to look like for our country. I just was very concerned. And now, I mean, it was terrible, but I think we'll look back and be like, that was just a four-year blip that was like shitty. And it's not going to be, hopefully, defining to us as a country because we can still have great people rise up and lead our country that aren't that I mean, I'm just feeling very thankful that it wasn't a two-term thing.
0: Yeah. And I—so I totally agree that, like, it's better that Biden got elected. Um, however, like, I feel, like, just negative about our state and just that, like, nothing is good. I just—I don't think that Biden is a step forward. I just think that I mean, it's, it's like, not a step back. It's
1: not a step back
0: back it's and and so i don't exactly think that trump w- will be a blip because i don't think that biden is as different from trump as i think some people believe
1: and that's just right. my own personal opinion on for it. sure i wouldn't say he's like the best person to lead this country like, yeah it, there's there's many people who
0: would We're surpass better, them both would a better be a better choice democrats to me and republicans they don't feel like either of their values aligns with what this country needs which to right. me is just like healthcare plain and simple yeah and to decrease the gap between richer rich and poor mm-hmm. and Biden's not going to do that so to me it's still not like a candidate that's going to pull
1: us up right but <coughs> i don't think that he will push us into a more divisive state yeah
0: exactly i, I mean, don't think yeah. i don't think we're going to get more
1: divided with biden
0: yeah I don't think we're going to get
1: much less. Yeah.
0: But, but I would love to be
1: proven wrong. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing is that you just... It won't be so much of this, like... Like, Biden doesn't have, like, a cult following. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump did. No, you're so right. And you're so and right. And at least that's the case. Like, it's kind of nice that he's... He's, like, um for lack of a better better term, a palate cleanser. For when the that's next... A, that's a
0: great, a great way comes to... comes in. Yeah. And, and you hope that he's a palate cleanser for what America really needs next. Right. And and it's I like think, we
1: need something that's just like mm-hmm, lay low. Yeah. Just leave us alone for
0: 4 years. And I feel like I've just gotten so into Twitter this past month, um, November and December, and it has like really shifted my political views and stances, and I'm not always saying that's that's in a good way because Twitter is extremely Cynical. Cynical. Mm-hmm. Twitter is extremely cynical. Nobody likes anything. Everyone thinks everyone else is wrong, and it's just so hard to. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I mean, it's not. It's like, also hilarious. It's funny. It's because, yeah. But like, that's where comedy comes from. Is yeah. like cynicism. Cynicism. Yeah. C- at least my kind of humor. Same. Comes from cynicism. Mine's just self-deprecating, yeah. but. Yeah. But then, yeah. but then, like, eventually, that humor becomes like kind of. I'm depressed now, you know, um, if you're like on it for too long. So like, at least for me, my resolution for 2021 is to try and get my social media. And by social media, I literally only mean Twitter because I don't spend more than like 20 minutes on any other social media a day. My goal is to get my social media content down below, like hopefully by
1: the end of the year, down below an hour. Yeah, I agree. I mean, of course I've been on my phone like or, I mean, on social media much less because of my job mm-hmm. and I'm just busier. <laughs> but I really have found, like, at the end of the day, I just don't feel like getting on. I just am, like, so burnt out from the day. I just want to take care of myself and get the things done I need to get done. And then by the time I'm done with that, I'm like, I just want to go to bed. So I'll just put on a podcast or, like, a show. And it doesn't even really always cross my mind to get on Instagram, which is nice. But It like, is nice. I I think it's almost you know when you're not forcing yourself because sometimes of course you have to like be disciplined but when you just say like oh I'm just going to try this thing and I've been I've been trying to do that with a lot of things in my life instead of saying you have to work out every day you have to eat healthy every day you have to only spend this much time on social media you have to read a book mm-hmm. I'll say what if I what if I worked out this morning what if I did that like I could. I could do it. I don't have to, but I could. It's like looking at it so objectively. Yeah. What if I didn't get on Instagram tonight? Honestly, not putting pressure on yourself to do, to achieve these goals
0: and just like allowing yourself to surprise yourself. Yeah. Just
1: being curious uh, about it. Yeah. Just being curious about it. Exactly. It's just, it's really having the intention. But if you're just saying, I have to do this and there's all this pressure, it's like, that's, it's gonna just make it more stressful. And mm-hmm. the more stressed you are, the less you can yeah. think clearly. And if you just say, It's like strict parents. What you if know? I just, yeah, exactly. Like, then you, you know, just like, go crazy. Parent. Yeah, then
0: the kids are like in college, those are always the craziest kids who like get the
1: drunkest and do the mm-hmm. most drugs. Cause they never got yeah. to just experiment. Yeah. So I think that's something that I've been focusing on a lot in like this last month of the year is just saying, instead of saying, I have to do this and I have to do that, I say, I could. I, I, yeah. I could eat. A cupcake or yeah. I don't have to. I could eat something else if I wanted to. I can do either one. I'm not going to tell myself I can't because like Chelsea, my health coach, always says, she's always says what resists persists and of course that isn't something that she came up with but that's like a big thing she preaches is she just says like don't put these huge pressures on yourself to do something or to not do something because if you say I can't have this thing or i I can't go a day without working out or I can't get on social media. Well, like you're just going to want to do it more because you're just thinking about it. All you're doing is thinking about, I can't get on social media. I just can't get on. My time limit is up. I can't get on. It's like, then you're just going to say like, fuck it. I'm just going to get on. I'm just going to mm-hmm. ignore the time limit and just get on. And if you just say, I can get on if I want, but what else could I do? Yeah. Could I do something else? Yeah, sure. Being curious. It's being curious. Mm-hmm. Always the best way to live is just be curious. Mm-hmm. Without, the pressure pressure. About, saying, of, without the pressure of pressure. you have to, you know, learn more about this thing you have to do this you have to do that it's just or even saying like I should be doing this it's like you you can just say I'm just gonna try this thing I'm gonna try to fall asleep right now yeah and then you're like I actually was pretty tired I'm not saying I have to fall asleep right now you know yeah I feel like what this year like really
0: at least taught me is that I was put on this earth and eventually I'm gonna die from this earth and in that time I can fill my life with whatever I want to do there's nothing I should do. There really is nothing I should do. It's just, how can I fill this time? Not, I need to do this to fill this time. No, because honestly, no matter how I fill this time, the end result's the same.
1: Yeah. You know? Exactly. So it is. Which is like, it sounds to some people, it might sound like depressing, but it actually is like really, but it actually really is depressing. Great. <laughs> it's actually really depressing. You're right. No, it's just so great for me, especially someone who's like a people pleaser and someone who. Feels like I am always you're always shitting. owing
0: owing people something. Yes,
1: I always say I need to prove something. I need to I owe this to this person, or I need to I should be doing this thing. I should be doing doing this thing. It's like to just let go of that and say I'm only on this earth for a certain amount of time. What do I want to do at that time? Mm-hmm. How do I want to fill that time? I don't need to be married right now. I don't need to be having kids. I don't need to be getting promoted at work. Like you just need what, to be finding what brings yeah. you joy. Yeah, exactly. That's really the only thing. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, yeah. which is great because no one gives a shit about you. And that's the honest truth. I love that. And it's amazing. I love it's that amazing, truth. amazing, yeah. Because as someone who always worries about what people think, it's amazing to know that literally no one cares. Yeah. And... They don't. Yeah, they They're don't. They don't have the energy. They're too worried about themselves. Yeah. Everybody is. Of course. And... as you should be. And me, I don't
0: like really... I don't care as much about what other people think the shoulds come from myself. I should be doing this because I feel like I'm not living up to my potential. I don't feel accomplished in my own life. I should be doing this. I should be doing this so I can make myself proud. And once I like kind of release those shoulds from myself, I realized that those are the things that are keeping me from joy. I'm keeping... I was keeping myself from feeling okay. Mm -hmm. And I started out in January feeling like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was going. Pretty much from January to October it was just one big slow anxiety attack to finally come to December and feel like I'm excited for the new year and I like want I simply want to be alive it's a feeling that I haven't wanted to be this alive I haven't wanted to be this alive all year so yeah with that being said like I I don't know I I'm excited mm-hmm I'm very excited for... I'm like a resolutions person, so I feel like if you're not a resolutions person, you're like, next year's just going to be the same fucking thing of coronavirus. But there's hope. Like, the vaccine's coming around slowly. Mm -hmm. I'm about to start a new job. Um, I feel good. I feel like I'm forming habits for the first time in my entire life. I feel like we're headed in a good place with our podcast.
1: Yeah. And life is... Good. Yeah. So that's Sorry that's not the case for you, sucker. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's a huge bummer. I'm just kidding. I know that that's obviously not the case for everyone. But whatever. Cut that out. That's not important. We're positive here. Well, I feel like that's a great place to wrap it up. It's been a, a very crazy year, as we know. But we are going into 2021 strong. And really has, like, changed people. I feel like all of us. So um we thank you all so much for listening and for for joining this journey with us as we, as we like, like figure shit out yeah figure yeah. out this podcast and learn it I mean yeah. it's it's been really fun and um we're so excited going into the new year yeah. this Could was just keep... a really great thing to feel like I've done this year yeah and yeah. it's a huge it feels like a big accomplishment and mm-hmm. we're just so thankful for everyone who is like joined us on the way so far yeah and we're who just, has
0: been like really encouraging and positive mm-hmm. that i can do this because i definitely needed that during this time yeah me too mm-hmm. so just like feeling really grateful
1: we are just getting started so stick around for all the great content we're putting out in 2021 and you can find us on instagram at so good so far podcast you can find me at nicole Pilgreen. you can find me at jackie's attic and we'll see you next year we'll see you next year <gasps> We love you guys. Bye.
0: Bye. I hate hearing right. the private things. That's why I don't
1: like like house music, you know? Mm, yeah. yeah. I hate, like, bump, bump, bump. What's it's just like over and over and you're like, like oh. fucking shut up. I'm like, someone give me some Molly or I'm going to go fucking crazy. <laughs> I need this to change or I need <laughs> drugs, okay? There's no in-between. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's a great
0: way to sum up 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need drugs or I need this to change.